Hi, everyone. So welcome to Do Us Within Emerging Markets, uh, Frontier Markets. And I'm here with uh, Jumoko Dada. Um, she... oh, sorry, that's Jumoke. 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 Oh, thank you. Thank you. My bad. Jumoke Dada. And she is the CEO of a furniture company called Twe uh, Twelo, right? Um, it's such an honor for her to be here. And I'm really, uh, uh, you know, humbled. Stilo. Not twelve. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so terrible. Sorry, I apologize. Um, but uh, let, let's get into it. Uh, so, uh, please, can you just share a little bit about uh, yourself, uh, kind of where you grew up, and you know, uh, I know you, you're from Nigeria, but if you can just share a little bit about that, uh, I really appreciate it. I'm an architect by profession. To be honest, grew up in Lagos, Nigeria. I studied University of Lagos. Basically, I think that was how I started like my oh awesome awesome and i think um uh beyond just the architecture i mean one you didn't want to get into the business like you, you didn't see yourself as an entrepreneur right uh, yeah yeah so like like i said like i, I didn't start out to want to like um uh, start a business um i think when i was in uni uh, I would have been, if someone would have asked me, I would have said I see myself working in an Aki firm. But like I said, it's really more about creating impact and getting a lot of people to experience what you've created in your lifetime. And I think, like I said earlier, with architecture, I wouldn't have been able to do that because, for instance, how many buildings will I get to build in my lifetime? I mean, notable buildings. Um, and I thought I could do that with interior design, uh, but for me... It was really about where I worked and I felt like they were really like importing raw materials from Italy. Like it wasn't just, I wasn't happy about it too as well. But where like I really like had to just have that change of mind was this conference I attended like some years ago where we had like this American and Japanese designers coming to Nigeria and they had like lots of designers seated and, you know, they had to tell us stuff like, oh, you guys don't create anything in this part of the world. You guys are consumers, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. For me, maybe for other people that were in the conference, that was cool with them. But for me, I didn't quite like that because that was like this form of insult, right? And I think from there, that was when I decided to like do a bit of traveling to like some states like in Nigeria to sort of see like the sort of resources that they have, how we can harness those things into like creating lots of cool pieces and i think that's basically how i started um you know as a company as a master's student in school um you know i started creating like one or two pieces and you know we realized that a lot of people love the pieces and you know from one piece we created back then you know it's done to like thousands of pieces that we shipped so pretty much that's like the journey i, I love it I, you know i don't know but i wish Cameroonians had that same level of you know <laughs> of confidence to just say Let, let's do this you know and you know really you know but why why <laughs> i know that they say stuff like nigerians are too ambitious but why, why 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 like it's not like there's courage anywhere it's just like i feel for me and i feel like the, the way nigerians are they don't like people like i don't want you to rubbish me like i don't yes. want you to tell me don't 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 tell me that I'm, I'm i'm good for nothing i think nigerians are like don't so uh, by by whatever means possible they will try to change their narrative or don't see me as your negro don't see me as that kind of person that that's just useless i'm not that so for the fact that i stay in nigeria for the fact that i stay in africa doesn't mean i stay in a jungle 
and I'm not supposed to live a good life like any other person in any other part of the world. I think that's just, is that story, is that narratives like that Nigerians don't want to hear and they don't want to make, they don't want the world to see them as a second class citizen. And I think that's just why maybe people like me or like other Nigerians are so like, so supposedly ambitious as other Africans think we are. Definitely, I love it. I love it. I think we need more of that. So, uh, um, you know, it's, that's why your story, I think just you as a person, we need people like you to speak up and, you know, from what you're doing, it shows that you're really, you know, um, uh, I'm definitely sure you're going to inspire a lot of Africans in diaspora as well as Africans on the continent. So um, I love that. I love that. Uh, how did your parents react to this uh, when you start, want to start? I know most of our parents are, can be a little bit conservative. Uh, you know, they want you to stick to engineer, doctor, lawyer. Uh, you know, my parents too are, are very anti-entrepreneurship. So how was it like to convince them to, to, start, to start this and build this? Like I said in in the in the, in the interview with Taya, you know, right? Yes. Uh, I I just feel like I started on a bad note because for me, I, I spent my master's school fees to start <laughs> to start the business, so it wasn't it didn't sit well uh, at the initial <laughs> stage. But you know what? Guess what? It, it is what it is now. So yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Can you just run through the process? Because I know most of the audience of this podcast uh, uh, are based in the United States. So my, uh, based on my diagnosis, these are people that, these are Africans in diaspora trying to go back home to build businesses. Um, how, how is it like starting a business in Nigeria? Like what is the, uh, in terms of like finding the right co-founder or, you know, trying to find the right, you know, people to, you know, get you, uh, your papers registered and all that in, I mean, in a very, uh, uh, um, no clean way and all that. How do you like? How does it work? Um, and who are the people like from your industry or from your experience that you have to be talking to so that you know, um, you know, you you're actually more comfortable starting. I know comfortable is not the right word, but perhaps you can actually start something. Um, uh, for me, right. Um... Uh, I, I don't believe in luck, so but I would say I've been quite lucky uh, with my journey in terms of finding. I don't have a co-founder, so I'm a sole founder, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would say I've been lucky with finding people who believe in what I'm doing. So the good thing is, like, I think there are a whole lot of older people out there that are looking for like younger people to invest in, right? And because it's, the, the narrative is, is different, you know, you don't get to see young people in their 20s own like very huge businesses and are really successful in this part of the world. Um, so like if, 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 if this group of people see people like that, they are always so eager to help. I know like I see, I see a lot of people reach out to me every day, even today, mm-hmm. telling me that they want to help me. What do I need? Um, so for, for me, right, I think our first investor was a customer, right? Mm. Uh, so they, they, were, they, 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 wanted, they wanted to furnish a hub by Facebook, right? And, and after we did the project for them, you know, he called me and he was like, you're doing this business now, but you, do you understand how big it can get? Um, mm. And we can help you get, find money to make it bigger. Wow. And that's the way it has been um, for me, right? And pretty much it's, it's just me like that because every every single person that's invested in the brand is 
are people who have spoken to about what we are trying to do, how we're trying to change the narrative, how we're trying to get the world to see that even though we have like so much infrastructure deficits in a country like Nigeria, you know, the story around young people is like they are fraudulent, it's Yahoo, or it's like some all of these things. There are still like people like me, and there are still like other people out there that can still like really build like solid businesses, and we are not doing anything shady, right? Yep, yep. And that way, you know, if, if the story is true and it's genuine, like pretty much everyone is trying to find a young person to invest in. I think that's it for me. I, mm. I don't know. I don't know about any other person. No, no, I think, yeah, I, I, we, we had this guy, Yomi, I think he is a, a, not, I was read his book, Recent Return, and he said the same thing in his book, Recent Return. I think that he, yeah. he said the same thing you said. He said, no, there's some people in Nigeria that you are just genuine, honest, and, you know, you are consistent in your delivery. Um, they'll back you up. Um, so, yeah, exactly right. I think um, it seems like that's, that's how you have to get around um, yeah. that. Um, um, I, I had a call from someone in diaspora today, and, <laughs> uh, and 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 you know, you know, she was just like, it's just crazy because she doesn't like really know me. I've never met her, and like she's like willing to entrust the whole lot into my hands. <laughs> it's just yeah, but, but the truth is that there are really people out there looking for people like. There are people out there, like the older generation, like looking for people, not necessarily their children, mm-hmm. but like they are looking for young black people that they can just like trust the resources of this country into mm-hmm. their hands. But but the issue is like maybe they feel like it's hard to find people like that. But with people like me coming out, with people like other people to showing what is possible, I think the, the story might change. You know? For sure, for sure. I, I mean, I think on face value, you look like a, you seem very trustworthy. <laughs> I don't know, you just have that. People say that, like, I, and I sometimes like, really? Well, maybe, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> the fact that having to like turn other people's money into a very successful business, yeah. So maybe that's why, yeah. No, definitely, definitely. Um, how how was this pandemic? Uh, I, I don't know, maybe in, uh, because. COVID, I think COVID-19, I know in the U.S. we really had a difficult time in 2020 and, you know, Nigeria and other African countries, they had different ways of managing it with lockdowns and all that. And I think you guys are kind of, you guys are open, right? Everything open in Nigeria now, right? Yeah, maybe 70% open, yeah. Mm, mm, mm. How, how did that, how did you navigate the pandemic of this pandemic in 2020 and this year? I think 2020 was a good year for me, to be honest. Wow. Um, it was also a good year for us as a brand. Um, because I, I think for me, I just feel like God allowed COVID to happen so that we can really see mm-hmm. what we should be doing as a company, right? Um, before COVID, we were a B2B brand majorly. Mm-hmm. So our main clients were businesses. Yeah. Uh, but when COVID happened, a lot of businesses um, were shut down. We couldn't like save them. You know, most of our projects were put on a halt. Yeah. Uh, it was then we realized that there are a whole lot of people at home and there's really nobody servicing those guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a lot of people at home working from their beds. They don't know how to get furniture. And that's how we sort of delved into like the B2C bit. And, you know, I think in the first six months of COVID, we shift over a thousand pieces of furniture. Wow. So, 
I know I've gotten a chance to look at your website and you know uh, read some of the blogs that have been written about you and they, the designs are so beautiful I think you know uh, just I mean if we can even ship these things to the United States I think that would be great uh, they're really really nice and and more compliments are coming the way, but it's just great design for the, what you're building over there. Just you know, just the furniture itself, but I think the, the aesthetics of it is just it's just amazing. Um, so um, I can see the hard work on, on and just the vision of what you're building on your on the beauty of your furniture. So amazing work, amazing work. Um, yeah. In terms of human capital development, I know most uh, you know I listen to a lot of entrepreneurs uh, down you know. You know, Kenya, Rwanda, Nigeria, South Africa, and they always say one of the challenges is to actually get the best people, to hire people that are competent, they stay in the business, they can grow the business. How has that been for you? Have you had, have you, do you do your own training? Do you have like a training center at the company where people come in like six months, three months? Or, or how do you find really good people on the ground um, to work for you? I think anyone like running a business, <laughs> Before I used to think it was peculiar to Nigeria, but I've like had like I've spoken to like a lot of founders from different parts of the world, even in the US, right? Yeah. Uh, but I think it's the same problem generally when you are running a business. Like it's just hard to find people you can trust. Um, I think every every entrepreneur will have their own fair share of betrayal to um, um, incompetent employees to people who at interview stage speak so well, sound so nice. <laughs> and they can't deliver when you get on the job. Um, yeah, but for me, you always like try to find a way around it. But one of my own um, hiring philosophy is I would rather hire one person that is so smart that can do the work of four people so well mm -hmm. than hire a bunch of mediocre, pay them, you know, so hire like that one person and pay the person so well. Mm -hmm. and than I have like a bunch of 10 people and I'm not paying the person where they're average. Because it comes from my own, from me personally, and this is the way I approach work. For me, I, I can do a whole lot of, I have a whole lot of skill sets that can allow me navigate and transition into different roles. And I think like that, like now for, for people who rather want to like employ people, I think they should rather focus on quality than quantity. Mm -hmm. Uh, it might be hard to find, but if you like rather invest in finding like one really very good person, it might save you a whole lot of head headache than trying to like have like a whole bunch of people that are, that are average in things. Makes sense. So for, for, for us, right, we, we had our own fair share of forty people. But the thing is, you know, as as you begin to get more people on board, as you begin to see, understand, I, I, and I don't even think there's a school or there's a place where they get to tell founders mm -hmm. how to detect fake people or how to detect people that won't deliver. So it's just something that you really that comes with experience. You get to learn, like learn um, as you as you're on the job. But the truth is, the more you get to interact with people, the more you'll be able to like discern what is good for your business in particular or not. For sure, for sure. Um, now going into like you know you have been running this business now for a while and you have gone through a pandemic and the business is thriving. So, um, in terms of mentorship, like who are the people that you have or the people that have gotten to know as a result of starting this business that 
you say, hmm, this this was this was a smart idea. This was the right thing to get this person on the as a board in your company or as a close friend that can give you some really good business as well as personal advice. Do you have any of those kind of people and how do you pick them? Like you're asking if I have mentors, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, for me, right? I have a coach, right? Um I have a coach. Um I have mentors, right? Yes. But I just how do I pick mentors? Ah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you just can't. You just feel it. They just come. You know, you like you just have like really cool people that cool, really cool people, like really cool people who have done amazing stuff that just believe in you. And in turn, you just like I, I don't think I've ever like written to someone to say, let me be your mentee. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Yeah. But it's just like like I was saying, maybe I was just lucky to find like really cool people who are really built strong businesses and built um good stuff reach out to me mm-hmm. and from there like they we began we became so close and they were able to like mentor me through running a business but yeah, yeah basically i think that's like that's me for me <laughs> no i i i you know one thing that i i really um and something that i've been seeing recently is that we have young people like you that you know in the future can be really good mentors and coaches for you know young entrepreneurs Africa, even beyond Africa, Asian, here in the United States, right? And, you know, hopefully things like this, this podcast and stuff like this can really, um, you know, if people are not directly connected to you, they can learn from you. And that's something I'm really, really excited about. And I'm looking forward to you know, someone like you being a, a very good coach for young people in the future. Uh, one thing that, you know, maybe it's not, uh, you know, when I left Cameroon, uh, we didn't talk a lot about mental health. And just like yeah. taking care of your your health and you know um and but you know as an entrepreneur there's a lot that goes on there's a lot of moving pieces uh how do you manage just like your mindset your mental health and you know making sure that you balance yourself right you don't overstress you know you you make sure that your head is clear um do you have any activities that you do uh that really helps you you know make sure that everything is in balance yeah, yeah, I think like this year is the first time I, I'm having a leave since I started this business. And that was last week. I've never had a leave. Like I was always going to work Mondays Sundays. Yeah. So um for me it's kind of I used to do that back in the days when I didn't really care. Uh and I, I just wanted to do the work whether I was happy or not. But 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 now it's something I've come to realize that I think your mental health is really important, and it's kind of crazy for someone like me because I'm a creative and trying to run a business. There are two different things entirely. And for for me, yeah, uh, one of the things I really enjoy so much is being alone. Yeah. Um, I enjoy being alone a lot, and I think it's something I try to do mm-hmm. the whole lot of time. Um, so for instance, last week. Uh, I wanted to just be alone for a long time because like just stay away from work and don't know what's going on there. Um, yeah, but for me, I think that's like the way I recharge. Just try to be alone and try to recharge. Yeah. yeah. I don't really have any activities that I do. 
that's great i mean um just that the speed like you just kind of you know everything tones down and you just like just be yourself be by yourself i think that that pays off big time um i think we try to do that as well no thanks for sharing i think there's a lot going on especially with the pandemic and all that people are trying to find ways to to kind of have a good mindset and running a business too can be really challenging so thanks so much for sharing that um just a few more questions so that you know i know you're a very busy entrepreneur uh, to let you go um how has the local government been in terms of just uh have they been supportive do you have grants do you have things that the government has really been there to say okay this is a young smart entrepreneur and they're willing to you know you know support you how has how has that interaction been with the local or maybe the federal government of nigeria I think any successful young person that you see in Nigeria didn't get any support from the government. And that's just that's just me being real, right? Like mm -hmm. I don't know, but it's just they just I don't anything that has to do with government in Nigeria is just it's just it's just it's just a no-go area. And it's, mm -hmm. funny enough, like most of the support that you get is even from like the private sector. So um anything government for a young person in Nigeria trying to run a business, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just leave it at that. <laughs> um, so, and I know right now we're getting this like the end of the first quarter of 2021. Um, what is your, how, how do you see uh, your company maybe in the next five, 10 years? And what do you hope to, to achieve with the, with your amazing company right it's huge it's huge because um it's huge because we're trying to do something really huge and massive for a system where the infrastructure doesn't exist right um yeah but i know part of the things we're doing this year is to um start selling in ghana oh wow yeah. so um so so for us it's really about we expanding to other african countries um, because the problem is similar. The problem in Nigeria is similar to the problem in, in Ghana or I've been to Rwanda, you know, it's, it's still it's still the same thing. Um, we don't produce in this part of the world, you know. So when people have to buy furniture, they have to go through a local carpenter, like, you know, it's just uh, as against you having to just go to online. You know, you guys in the US can probably buy from Wayfair or buy from IKEA or buy from and you, you are just in your house and they do, and they press the bell and they are in front of your house. Yeah. People yeah. in front of the world don't have that luxury, you know. Yeah. So yeah. and it's that luxury we want to create for them. So. For sure. Why 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 Cameroon is not the list? <laughs> I really don't know so much about the market. So uh, I don't, yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. I heard you guys have like very good wood. <laughs> yeah. Of wood, so. yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, but you know, um it's it's such a pleasure to have you here. Uh, what is your you no know, most if people want to go back, if people want to start a business, I know maybe you have that you have answered this question so many times, but what are what is the one thing, not from like from you as a person that you tell someone to consider to think about, to really reflect on before they want to start something in or go back to Africa to start something old. A young lady in Unilag wants to start something. What is the one thing or maybe two that you tell them to say, this is something they have to really think about, this is something they have to really consider to, 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 to start that company? 
Well, for me, I really, I really think uh, for anyone, it's really about like doing what you want to do and don't let anybody tell you otherwise. You are trying to do something great, and you, and you have that feeling that it's going to be great, you know. You know, you just hear a lot of people tell you, give you a one thousand and one reasons why you shouldn't do it, Perfect. but you just have to stay true to your vision. Yep. That's for sure, for sure. No, thank you so much. This this was such a pleasure. I know we had some technical issues, but uh, we figured that out. And um, I'm I do hope that you know you had a great time, <laughs> and I do, <laughs> and I and I know for sure people will be inspired from this uh, you know thirty minutes conversation we had. Um, are you looking for? Are there internship opportunities? Anything you want to announce that or love that I can share on your podcast or they're just building? Yeah, I know we do take interns every every quarter, right? Yeah. Um, every quarter, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so I think another one will be opened around end of April. Uh, okay. You should probably on the lookout across all social media platforms to see. Okay. And it do you so the for your furnitures how could so you sell them just in nigeria now um people in the u.s can buy it or but you guys just, just expanding to ghana that's just the first market of nigeria right yeah okay. yeah although we do have like lots of inquiries from places like the u.s and the uk but usually it's logistics right <laughs> moving it out you know sometimes like you, you get to ship like a hundred dollar products but yeah. like the cost of shipping is like five hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, I'd love to buy it. I, I don't know, but you know, um, but I know, I know. With time, you definitely have. You have. You have this internationally. So I, I, I have a lot of. So we we'll, we'll come to US in some years' time, right? Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, I, we're working on a model that will allow us like being places like the US. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, but we're, yeah, but pretty much we're still a young brand, so we'll figure it out and get get, get to you guys soon. So. For sure, no, you have. I think from my from my perspective of you, you have the right ingredients for a very successful leader, and yeah, really, you really inspired me based on the the YouTube video I watched and all the stories I read, and I I I know that you really make a difference on the African continent and beyond. So thank you so much for being here. And we need you, please, so stay safe, you know, be well and continue to inspire uh, through your hard work and, and just your, your great vision. So thank you so much. Yeah, it's fine. I, I hope to see you soon in Nigeria. Maybe any day it's to come around. I will come, I will come. Huh? Yes. I'll just show up in your office. You'll be afraid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have to see you. No, thank you so much. And to our listeners, uh, just great to have her. So um, I mean, all the, the, I'll try to, I mean, I'll just put the link of your website and you know, uh, LinkedIn so that people can try to see you more. But thank you so much. Right, right. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Yeah. Bye.